Amen. You guys have blessed my heart by being here tonight. The devil said, ah, nobody will be here. I said, devil, you're a liar. You've been telling me that for 26 years, and, and it's never happened yet. What, when are you going to give up telling that lie? Wow. There were three men that were out hiking, and they came up to this raging river. They didn't know what to do. They're like, wow. And one of them said, you know, we're Christians, and God hears and answers our prayer. We need to pray. So the first one prayed, so God, give me some strong arms and some strong legs so I can get across this raging river. Poof, he had strong arms and strong legs, and he jumped in, and he swam, and after two hours and almost drowning twice, he got to the other side. Well, the other, guy, the other two guys are sitting back looking and said, no, my. So the second one said, God, I want strong arms, strong legs, and some tools to get across this river. And poof, he had the big arms and the big legs, and he had a, a, a little a canoe. He jumps in the canoe, and he starts going, and boy, is he fighting that raging river. Takes him an hour, and almost capsizes over once. He finally gets to the other side. To the other side, so the third guy, he's looking, and he says, God, I, I want the strength, and I want the tools, and I want the intelligence to get across this river. And poof, he turned into a woman, looked at his map, and he hiked a, a hundred yards up the stream and crossed over on a bridge. <laughs> And for all the women, you, bet, you better laugh and clap on that one, or I'm never going to tell another one that's going to make the women look good. Y'all better support me here. And men, just say, that's one up for the ladies. That's okay. We, we're secure in our manhood. We can handle it. <laughs> Amen. Well, Pastor Rodica, I, I don't know if she had coffee or what, but she is really excited about what God is saying, and that blesses my heart. When it happens in your home, there's nothing greater than that, that when you can see our kids are talking about it and, and uh, we're just enjoying what God is saying because God is so real. He is not somebody we just visit on Sundays and Wednesdays, church. He's, he's to be a part of our life every day, every decision we make and everything that we do. Amen. And uh, that word he's given us for this year as we come into night 2019, uh, we're here. Uh, that, that nine in the uh, tet in the Hebrew for nine, which is also the year 5779 on the uh, Hebraic calendar, God's calendar, we see that it's giving birth. It is full of something good that's ready to break through, break out. And uh, you can only imagine God's given a follow-up message, the first message, first fruits message for this year tonight. And the Bible says that the first fruit belongs to God, and whatever you, when you honor Him with the first fruit, He blesses the rest. You guys are here. You're honoring God on a first fruit worship, corporate worship service of the new year. So you just as well go ahead and open your trunk and open the back and let the seats down in your SUV and get ready for the blessings because God said He's going to do it. So just as well, by faith, you need to go ahead and receive it. Amen? Amen. So what I believe God's got a word for us tonight to help instruct us how to uh, enter this year uh, running, not just with a slow start, but running. And uh, the word he's given me is out of 1 Chronicles uh, chapter 14. We'll be looking at some verses in there, but it's entitled Breakthrough Anointing. There's a breakthrough anointing, and it's for us this year, and it's for us tonight. And I'm praying that if you are not operating this breakthrough anointing or your faith does not believe God for this breakthrough anointing, that you will receive it tonight. As I preach the Word of God and the, the Holy Spirit brings faith, as faith arises when we hear the Word of God, it will come to you and you will receive this breakthrough anointing that God has for us. And we're going to be looking, as I said, First Chronicles 14, our main character is going to be David. 
And, and I like studying about David. David is one of my favorite characters in the Old Testament. And, uh, and I think he was one of God's favorite characters, if you could look at it that way. In Acts 13 and 22, he tells us, I have found uh, uh, David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. It's what God tells us. That God says he's a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. I want God to, and, and as he's writing, the Bible says he's writing books in heaven about us and writing things and, and taking record and keeping records. I want him to write in a book, I have found Tim, son of Jimmy, a man after my own heart, that he will do everything I want him to do. And I pray you'd want to plug your name in there as well. That I want to do everything that God wants me to do. He really cares if we are dedicated to living our lives to honor him. So much so, he records it in the Word of God. David, a man after God's own heart. And I just think that's such an endearing quality about him. Uh, although he had faults and failures. I mean, you, the Bible doesn't hide that, is, is those faults and failures. But the Bible tells us he returned to God. When he failed, he would return to God. He would repent. He would repent. And he would ask God for forgiveness. And there he would worship God. And he said, God, I don't want to go any further. Without you, I need you. I'm, I'm a dead man walking without you. He had a heart after God. And let me tell you what, God said that pleased him a lot. Well, that's who we're looking at tonight in 1 Chronicles chapter 14. And beginning at verse 8, here's a new chapter in David's life. And in this new chapter in his life, we're going to look at this new chapter God is giving us for 2019. It says, when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all of Israel, they went up in full force to search for him, but David heard about it and went out to meet them. So here in this text, we see that the Philistines had received word that, that David is now anointed the king over all of Israel. Now, the Philistines are very significant to us as we study the Old Testament because they would be a parallel or a correlation to our understanding of the foe of God, the foes of God, the enemy of God that would be coming against the people of God, us tonight. That we have Philistines that are coming against us tonight. But in it, God told us in the New Testament, in Ephesians chapter 6, in, the, in that uh, uh, chapter of the New Testament, He tells us we're no longer fighting against uh, flesh and blood. He said, I gave you the Old Testament flesh and blood battles, but all of that was types and shadows and was to teach you so you could understand the spirit realm, so you could understand how it's working in the heavenlies, not just God's heaven, but that mid-heaven where all the demonic forces and Satan is operating from to come and invade our heaven and our lives here on earth. So we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against, the Bible would say, these principalities and these powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and the spiritual wickedness in high places. Those are the four areas of warfare the Bible talks about, that we have these principalities that are fighting against us. We're not fighting flesh and blood. So if you're in a flesh and blood battle tonight, if the enemies come against you with flesh and blood, 
God says, open your eyes. There's it's a bigger picture going on. There are but puppets here. There, there, there's principalities behind this. There are demonic powers behind this. There's rulers of darkness of this world behind this. There's spiritual wickedness in heavenly places that is behind this. And I have given you, given you the, the armor and I've given you the weaponry that you can succeed in this battle. So the good news is you're not going to lose if you'll learn to fight God's way. You can win. He's already given us the path to victory. All we have to do is learn to do it God's way. Now, the enemy wants us to get back in the Old Testament, Old Covenant and fight flesh and blood. Pull out our sword like Peter was doing and cutting off the ear of the soldier. And Jesus said, no, there's a transition happening here. Peter, you'd have been good working with David and fighting with David. Coming against the Philistines, that would have been good. Cutting off heads and cutting off ears, that would have been good. But we're making a transition. All of that was a, a type and a shadow and a foreshadowing of how it's going to be now. I am going to my Father. I'm going to redeem you. I'm going to get the curse off of you, get the blessing on you, and then give you my Holy Spirit to dwell in you, flow through you, so that you can win in this spiritual warfare that is manifesting in the physical realm. So well, here they, the Philistines, when they hear that David is anointed, that word is key here, anointed as the king over all of Israel, they do not like this. They are not happy about the news of this breakthrough anointing that has been released by God. So they move in to challenge David's anointed leadership. They're out to get him. We got to make the parallel now and see what God is showing us. This is a year of breakthrough. This is a year we're going. This, God says, you, I have it already set up. You're going to break through into whole new realms this year. And I have given you a breakthrough anointing for it. And with his breakthrough anointing, if the Philistines represents all of these principalities and powers and, and rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness of high places, then we're, we're seeing what's going to happen when we take on this breakthrough anointing. When we take it on, the Philistines or the demonic realm that's going to try and come against us through physical people, circumstances, and situations are going to say, I'm not happy about this breakthrough anointing. I'm not happy about it. And let me tell you what. It says in verse 8, they were in full force to search and secure or capture him. They were in full force. They went up in full force to search for him. And that word search is bakash, which search to secure or capture. It wasn't they were just searching to see. It was with the intent to shut him down. I'm here to tell you, when God declares unto us, as he has for 2019, I'm giving you a breakthrough anointing for this year, the enemy is trying his best, and you need to know this. I'm glad you're here tonight because you need to be made aware of this. He is after you to try and shut you up and shut you down. That is what he did then. That is what he is doing now. And the reason he does this, here's three quick, quick observations, is he wants to capture David uh, so that he can undermine his leadership. When you receive the breakthrough anointing, you now are that mature Christian that says, I'm going to lead the way in my life. I'm going to lead the way in my home. I'm going to lead the way in my sphere of influence to break through and bring forth the manifest of the kingdom of heaven on earth. God, I am yours. You're going to know the enemy wants to undermine your leadership. 
He wants to pull the rug from under you so that your family will say, ha, yeah, right, some leader you are. And he also wants to undermine the people of God's determination. Because let me tell you what, when, they, when there is a failure for Christian men and women of God to take on the mantle of the breakthrough anointing for a year, going into a new year, the church becomes apathetic, the church becomes, you might would say, gray and, and sickly and pale, and, and, and basically they, they hide in fear of the devil. But when men and women of God will say, no, 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 we're not, we're not about that. If God has called us to go forward, and if God has called us to go onward and upward, I'm going to rise up and say, God, here am I, use me. And, I'm, and when men and women will do that, instead of the church losing their determination and losing their zeal, the church will arise. The church will see men and women of God that is saying, I'm going forward. And they'll say, I want to be a part of this. I want to, let's go together. So the devil wants to undermine God's people's determination. That's why he comes against the leader. And he also wants to capture or undermine God's name. He wants the, the whole world to say, the name of Jesus, ha, no power there. The name of Jesus, ha, no salvation there. The enemy wants to undermine the name of God. Now here, I take on the responsibility and I challenge you to join me in taking on a share of this responsibility that the name of God is not going to be undermined, not by the demonic forces of hell, because we know there's a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee has to bow in heaven on earth and under the earth and every tongue has to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We're not going to let the name of God be uh, uh, squandered here in our watch. This is our watch. We're not going to let the church die in America and across the world. We're not going to let the church say it used to be this and it used to be that, but there is no move of God anymore. No! We're going to take our responsibility as mature men and women of God and take on this breakthrough anointing and we are going to keep the determination and the vigor of the church alive in 2019. Hallelujah! And we're going to lead on in our family because God has anointed you and He has anointed me to lead in, in breakthrough for His glory in 2019. Breakthrough in your life. Breakthrough in your health. Breakthrough in your family. Breakthrough in your finances. Breakthrough in your community. Breakthrough in our nation. And breakthrough in this world. There's a breakthrough anointing that is over all of what God is doing. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what, the enemy would rather cut you off from your breakthrough anointing he would rather do that than anything else. And, and that's why he's, we know that that is his uh, a goal. So I covet your prayers, that you would pray for me as, as a leadership role in this church and leadership role in my family and the leadership role in the, in the marketplace that God has given me. I, I covet your prayers and I join in to pray for you because he's called you to be a leader as well with his breakthrough anointing in every area of influence that you have. Praise God. 
So I want to give us four revelations about the breakthrough anointing that we get in this portion of the Scripture. I believe God would have us to embrace this and study this and, and understand this as we go forward in 2019. And the first one is this. Breakthrough anointing brings opposition. The breakthrough anointing brings opposition. When David is anointed king, the anointing, the word gets out. He's anointed. Let me tell you what, the opposition starts stirring. The opposition that, that uh, comes in and says, we got to stop this anointing. So you must know anointing brings opposition. You say, Pastor, this isn't a positive word. I'm giving you the revelation from God's word. And when you just stick with me, you'll be very positive as we understand this. But you've got to understand that the anointing of God on your life is a magnetic field for the enemy. If you are serving the devil, he's already got you. He don't care about you. I mean, he, he's already got you. It's the, it's the men and women of God like you here tonight who said, I'm taking on the breakthrough anointing for 2019 and this is going to be the year of birthing and this is the year of breakthrough and this is the year of advancement. And, and as a leader, as a man or woman that's maturing in Christ, in his anointing, I'm going I'm uh, to come against the kingdom of darkness and I'm going to expand the kingdom of light. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what, you're going to open up a magnetic field for the enemy. David is anointed by God. This is a plan of God. This is, this is what God desires. It should be good news to everyone, but it wasn't good news to the enemy. You and I have a breakthrough anointing for 2019. I say it to you again. We have a breakthrough anointing for 2019. It should be good news to everyone, but let me tell you why. The enemy is not happy about it. He knows that that breakthrough anointing flowing through you is going to come against the gates of hell. It's going to take back what the enemy has stolen. It's going to shut the devil down. It, that the, the divorces that he was going to cause are not going to happen. The lives that were going to die premature are going to live full term. He knows the breakthrough anointing is going to mess up his work. He's not very happy about it. And he will do everything he can to come in and bring opposition. Paul experienced this opposition. He tells us in 1 Thessalonians 2, verses 17 and 18, he says, but we brethren, we've been, been taken away from you for a short time in presence, not in heart. We're there in heart. We've endeavored more eagerly to see your face with great desire. Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and time again. But Satan has hindered us. He has hindered us. Let me tell you what. That, that word uh, hindered is, is, is engopto. And engopto means the devil is cut in. He's elbowed in. He's tried to trip us up. He's tried to do everything he could to, to make us lose our footing. But if you'll read the rest of the story, Paul says the devil doesn't win. The devil doesn't win. We're not stepping on the devil in the sense of he's our foundation. The Lord is our foundation. The plan of God is our foundation. And the only stepping on the devil we're doing is stomping him under our feet. Hallelujah. Jesus said in Matthew 10 and 22, and everyone will hate you because of your allegiance to me. He said, my brother, and he says, let me tell you what. He says, the, devil, the devil's not too happy uh, about you. you. You stand up for me and everybody who's not for me, which the Philistines represented, he said, they're going to be against you. They're going to they're hate you. The anointing on your life will create opposition in your life from the enemy. 
I give you this revelation so, so that you will expect it, be prepared for it, do not be frightened by it, so that you'll know how to counteract it. Okay? And that's where we move on. Secondly, breakthrough anointing brings advancement. It doesn't set us back, it sets us up. It doesn't shut us down, it really revs the engine. Hallelujah. Breakthrough anointing brings advancement. The breakthrough anointing will cause you to rise above all of the attacks of the enemy. And as we've said it before, every stone that he throws at you will become a stepping stone or a stone that you can use to build a foundation that you can move up to the next level. Jesus declared in Matthew 16 and 18, He said, I will build my church. Hallelujah. Jesus is building His church, not Tim Lambert, not some council somewhere, not a group of pastors somewhere, not some board somewhere. No! Jesus said, I will build my church. That church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The gates of hell cannot overcome it. The gates of hell can't... There's no, there, basically, if you read that in the Greek, it says there's no comparison. There's not even a real threat. The, it's, like, it's like a little... Uh, Volkswagen car trying to race a big muscle monster car, you know. It's just a little four-cylinder against a, an eight-cylinder. It's just, it's no, it's no comparison. The gates of hell cannot overcome what the Word of God wants to do in and through the church. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. We know that's the devil's heaven. Uh, the Bible talks about those spiritual wickedness in this heavenly place. That's that heaven. We're not binding anything in God's heaven, but there's a devil's heaven where these principalities and powers and rulers of darkness operate from that we can bind. We need to bind. We shall, whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That means that there's something the devil is sending out of his heaven into your life right now and you're not happy with it. You have the keys. You have the authority to put it, shut it down right now. You have a breakthrough anointing that can shut it down. You can bind it right now. And if he's took something from you, uh, and let me tell you what, and he's bounded in his heaven uh, and it's not flowing. It's a promise of God. It's a blessing of God. It's a freedom of God that's not flowing in your life. You can loose it tonight. All you got to do is take a stand right where you are. Because in 1 John 4 and 4, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. You need to be reminded of that when that opposition comes, it's like, wait a minute, this opposition is a little four-cylinder that's really only running on two cylinders. It's almost like one of those little cheap motors on the back of a little boat out there in the lake somewhere. It's puttering along and spitting along, but man, I've revved up in a, in a, in a large block eight engine. I mean, we've got this thing with, with a, oh man, but let's not get there. We can get in all of the, the muscle car stuff. But let me tell you what, we've got the anointing of God. And the anointing of God is so much greater, greater. And it's not outside of you, it's in you. Hallelujah. The truth, anyone believes in me, Jesus said, he will, do, uh, he will do the same works that I have done. Jesus said, what you've seen me do, you will do. And even greater works, Jesus said, because I'm going to be with my Father. We know what he was saying there. I'm going to send my Holy Spirit and my Holy Spirit working in and through you. Multitudes of millions of millions of millions and billions of people across the earth is going to breathe forth a greater manifest than I ever could have done in that single body that I lived in for 33 and a half years. God 
uh, has anointed you. He has empowered you to do mighty exploits with this breakthrough anointing. And He wants you to break through into His favor. I say unto you tonight, we, we are to have an influence for those around us, but we've got to take first responsibility that it's operating in and through us first. We've got to bring it into our own life. We can't save the world and lose our own soul. What does the prophet demand if he saves the whole world and loses his own soul? We've got to make sure that we're healthy and it's working from in us, through us, in our home, and, and around us. God gave the principle that we should take the, the message of the kingdom of heaven from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the uttermost parts of the earth. If you look at that geographically, Jerusalem was right where they were at. It starts where you're at. It starts in your home. Don't be a hypocrite and talk about it to somebody else when you're not living it yourself. Let it start in you. And then the Jerusalem to Judea was the outer skirts of that region. And then Samaria was the outside of that. And then the uttermost part. That's how God wants you to live your life. That's how God wants His breakthrough anointing for 2019 to manifest in your life. He wants you to taste and see that the Lord is good. He wants you to taste it first. He don't want you to just serve it to somebody else. He wants you to taste this breakthrough anointing first. He doesn't want you to say to somebody else, is it salty enough? Is it seasoned enough? Is it sweet enough? He said, I want you to taste it first. I want this to break through the anointing to break you free and set you up in the victory and set you up over the powers of the enemy and with authority in, in Jesus' name. So this breakthrough is advancing you into the favor of God. This is your year of the favor of God. Don't wait till June before you take hold of it. I mean, you need to bite into it. Bite into it tonight. Don't let this juicy steak that God has given us get cold and hard. You guys hot off the grill. You eat it tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hear the Lord saying, this breakthrough anointing is to bring you into the year of favor. So my favor, my favor. God wants you to have His favor. He wants you to walk in His favor. He wants you to talk His favor. He wants you to experience His favor. He wants you to embrace His favor. He took me to Isaiah 61. Where else could you go when you're not looking at the favor of God? And He said, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because He is what? Anointed! There's that breakthrough anointing. He has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. This breakthrough anointing, I'm telling you, is a breakthrough. It's coming to your finances. God wants to start right where you're hurting the worst. He wants a breakthrough in your finances. He wants to break through that thing that's been holding you back, that thing that's been shutting you down, that thing that's been causing your numbers to go into the red. He said, no, we need to break through. We need to take authority. We need to see the provision of heaven flowing supernaturally in and through your life. God says breakthrough is coming to your finances. And He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Breakthrough is coming to those broken places in your life. I know there's broken people all around you. And we can get out here and try to help them. But I'm telling you, if we're trying to help them through our brokenness which has not been healed, we'll, we'll do more damage than we'll do good. I'm telling you. you. Some people say, well, I'll eventually get well. And I just, let me tell you what. Let's get away with the eventually. The breakthrough anointing can do it right now can do it right tonight in the name of Jesus uh, he can he can bring healing and wholeness to the broken places in your life the broken relationships the broken places the broken dreams uh, the broken places in your heart let me tell you what this breakthrough anointing is bringing breakthrough to the broken places in your life 
And he goes on to say, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Breakthrough is coming to set you free from physical bondages. Physical bondages. Something that's got you by the neck. Something that's got you in the back of the mind. Something that you say, I just can't seem to overcome this. I keep fighting. I keep saying I'll never do it again, but I do it again. I keep declaring it'll never happen again, but it then happens again. And the people around me are sick and tired of hearing me say, I mean, they're sick and tired and sick and tired of sick and tired of hearing me say, it's never going to happen again. In your strength, you can't stop. In your strength, you can't stop thinking about it. In your strength, you can't stop desiring it. In your strength, you can't stop going back to it like a dog to its vomit. But I'm telling you, there's a breakthrough anointing that God says that I'm giving to you. And if you'll receive it this year, this breakthrough anointing, it will set you free from the physical bondages. And then he says, in release from darkness for the prisoners, breakthrough is coming to set you free from spiritual strongholds. I'm telling you, there's some of you that are still bound. There's still a bondage going on in the spirit realm. And, and you desire the things of the world. And you lust after the things of the world. And you're like, wait a minute, I'm serving God. And I'd rather listen to secular music than Christian music. There's a spiritual stronghold. You're, you're serving God. And rather than, than be drunk in the spirit, you'd rather be drunk with wine. The Bible says don't be drunk with wine, but be drunk in the spirit. Let me tell you what, because there's a spiritual stronghold. There's some of you that says, I should be thinking on the things of God. Rather, I'm thinking on lustful, evil, ungodly things. I'm telling you, he says right here, I will release, this anointing will release you from the darkness, from the darkness for the prisoners. There's breakthrough coming to set you free from spiritual strongholds. And that breakthrough anointing is here for 2019. It is here for this year. It is ours for the taking. Hallelujah. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. I'm saying 2019, I'm proclaiming this is the year of the Lord's favor. Because breakthrough ushers in God's favor. Ushers in God's favor. Brings it to us. The favor of God. The blessing of God. The provision of God. Hallelujah. And he says, in the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion. Oh, this time to wipe away the tears. It's been sad, I know. It's been hard, I know. It's been, it's been weighing you down, I know. But God says, I'm going to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. God says, I see the ashes. I see the mourning. I see the weight. I see the pain. I see it. But this breakthrough anointing is going to put on you a crown of beauty. I'm going to turn this thing around for you. Uh, the oil of joy instead of mourning. You're going to start laughing again. You're going to start seeing the upside rather than the downside. You're going to start drawing people around you because the joy of the Lord will become your strength. Hallelujah. And then he says this breakthrough anointing is going to bring on you a garment of praise uh, instead of a spirit of despair. A garment of praise instead of a spirit of heaviness. Uh, we're going to be known. We're going to be marked. We're going to be... It's it's just going to be. It's just going to be like if you wear cologne or perfume, and you walk by, and somebody says, "Man, they got something that smells good." There's something I didn't touch them, and they didn't touch me, but I know they're in the room. I know they're in the room. Okay. Well, the same way they, you want to walk about with such praise uh, that is uh, taking off that uh, uh, spirit of heaviness, and there's going to be that garment of praise on you uh, that when you walk in the room, even though there may be heaviness there, people say, "Man, there's an aroma of something good. There's an aroma of something." 
something joyful. There's an aroma of something powerful. Your life is going to make an impact not only in your home, but in the lives of those around you. Hallelujah. And then breakthrough is turning the tide. God gave me that word and showed me that even as we were closing out 2018, this breakthrough anointing is going to turn the tide. What, what you, you like, well, I'm known as the little, what's his name in uh, Charlie Brown that has the cloud over his head? Linus. You know, everywhere he goes, the cloud is over his head. Well, let me tell you what. This breakthrough anointing is going to turn the tide. And there's going to be a sunshine over your head. And there's going to be blessing over your head. And there's going to be favor over your head. I'm telling you, you've been, you went to go and do a simple project. And it turned into a major, major ordeal. You went and invested in a small project and it cost you almost everything. Everything you touched, it just seemed to rust and rot and fall apart and harder to work and nothing. It's like pushing uphill everything. God said the tide is turning. The tide is turning. You're going to be able to jump in this thing and start riding it downhill instead of pushing it uphill. Hallelujah. Because of this breakthrough anointing. Here's what he says in the Word. That you will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord, a planting of... God says, I'm going to plant you. I've got a reason to plant you like an oak with roots that can, can go deep and roots that can hold you up. I, the reason I'm doing it so I can display my splendor on you. That word splendor is glory. He said, I want to display my glory, my favor. I want to display it on you. you some of you probably put up some Christmas trees and you displayed lights on it. You displayed, displayed ornaments on it. You displayed ribbons on it, maybe some candies or whatever on it. I mean, and it just got more beautiful as you displayed things on it. You saw less of the tree and more of the display. Well, I'm telling you what, we are oaks of righteousness, a planting of God. This is what this breakthrough anointing does. And God says, so that I can display, so that I can put my favor on you. That the world, rather than seeing you, they'll see my favor. Rather than seeing you, they'll see the display of my glory in and through your life in such a way. And because of that, He said, instead of shame, you will receive a double portion. A double portion. All we got to do is be that oak of righteousness. All we got to do is stand under the anointing. All we got to do is stand under. Is anybody willing to stand under that breakthrough anointing tonight? You say, Lord God, I'll stand under. And he says, I'm giving you double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. You're getting your inheritance. I'm giving it to you now. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. Hallelujah. So this breakthrough is bringing you double for your trouble. This breakthrough anointing is bringing you double for your trouble. I look back on 2018 and I almost want to say I wish I had a little more trouble if I'm getting double. You know what I'm saying? But it definitely makes me rejoice in the fact when I look at the trouble I had that I'm getting double. I'm getting double. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This breakthrough anointing may bring great opposition as we made point in, revelation, in our revelation of this text in the first one, but it's also going to bring great exploits of God's total uh, victory and advancement in your life. Third revelation I want to bring to you from this text in Chronicles is breakthrough anointing brings divine direction. Divine direction. It's interesting to see here what David did in the face of opposition. 
He didn't cry. He didn't resent the fact that God had anointed him. He didn't resent the fact that the Philistines had heard about the anointing. What he did is he said, you know what? I'm going to the source of the anointing. And David went and asked God, what should I do? He remembered his source. He called upon God, the very source of the anointing. Should I go fight the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me or should I not? He didn't want to miss God. And let me tell you what, the problem with most of us, if we're not careful and get an understanding of the revelation of the Scripture, we will try to figure it out in our own strength. And we will try to figure it out based on our past experiences. Key thought here is don't go to God with plans. Go to God for plans. David didn't go with a plan. He didn't say, God, I'm going to do this. What do you think? He says, what do you want me to do? I need a plan from you. And let me tell you what, if you'll notice that the anointing of God, how it worked in David's life, is when the Philistines attacked, the Bible says they attacked at the valley of Raphaim. Now the valley of Raphaim is the valley of the giants. In verse 9 it talks about that. And when David called upon God, was it okay to attack them and, and to go forward? Uh, God says, uh, go to Baal Parazim. He didn't say go here. He said go to another place, Baal Parazim. And there he went and defeated the, the Philistines. See, the enemies raided at one place, but God had David go to another place. Now, in our own thought, we, we would probably think we got to fight the devil right where he's hitting us, right where he's hitting us. And God said, no, 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 I need you to go over here. I want you to go over here. And when he went over there, they found out that the army of God that was anointed by God had the power of God to give the victory over the enemy. Hallelujah. When you walk in the anointing of God, let God direct your steps. I believe that's why Psalms 37, 23 was such an important, this principle was so important to David. The steps of a righteous man are directed by the Lord. He delights in every detail of his life. Knew that you got, uh, David knew that, that God wasn't sending him on a goose chase. So when you get directions from God, even though it may not make sense in your mind, you do it and you know you're not going on a goose chase. God's going to have you right where you need to be when you need to be there. Hallelujah. So key thought here is the breakthrough anointing of God on your life will give you divine direction. You'll be at the right place at the right time. So go ahead and let your anxiety go. Open the, oh, roll down the car window, speed up to about 75. You're on an interstate, so you're not breaking the speed limit. And let out the window, sunroof, let the anxiety go. Let it go. Let it go. You're going to be in the right place at the right time. You're going to be, the, this, this, this breakthrough anointing that you're receiving tonight is going to cause you to be in the right place at the right time as you keep your ear attuned to God. Hallelujah. So the enemy attacked at Raphaim, the valley of the giants, but they were defeated at Baal Perizim. And the key thought here is no matter where it looks like the devil wants to fight, don't be suckered in by him. Listen to what God has. Don't be suckered. Don't be pulled in. And God may tell you to hold your, to just hold back. God may tell you, let me take care of this one. Because there's other places in the Bible God says, I just want you to praise me. I just want you to praise me. I don't want you to fight. I just want you to praise me. There's other places He says, I need you to shut your mouth. I need you to shut your mouth and just march around the walls. Don't say a word. 
for, for six days. I want you to march around the walls. A fortified city greater than any you'd ever seen. And it, it I'm telling you, never lost a battle, but you just march. And don't say a word. And on the seventh day, I need you to go around it seven times. But on the seventh time, I need you to declare this breakthrough anointing, the God of the breakthrough anointing. And as you do, God calls the walls to come down. You just got to listen to how God tells you to do it. And let me tell you what, the breakthrough anointing, God will direct you with divine direction. And then finally, the breakthrough anointing brings total victory. It doesn't just bring advancement where you just get set up. You get total victory. David took his men under the anointed direction of God to Baal Perazim and there defeated the Philistines. It wasn't just a, a little battle where they had a truce and took place. No, they totally defeated the Philistines. And the great victory David exclaims there, he says, God has done it. God has done it. He used me to break through my enemy like a raging flood. He said, this anoint, he anointed me. I listened to him. His anointing directed me. And now I went to the place that I didn't even know to go. But when I got there, I hit him, I hit him broadside. And let me tell you, I T-boned him. I T-boned him. And God, he says, it looks like we're great warriors. It looks like I'm a great uh, king and a great leader of the army. But he said, we're not going to take the credit for this one. He said, the breakthrough anointing came on me. God gave me the breakthrough uh, through my enemy. And, and the picture of it's like a raging flood. Hallelujah. And that's why he named the place Baal Perizim, which means the Lord of breaks. The Lord of breaks. Is there anybody here tonight ready for some breaks in your life? Anybody? Anybody? Sometimes you just say, man, I need a break. I, need, I just need a break. You need any breaks in your life? Breakthroughs that bring total victory? The breakthrough anointing I'm talking about will cause you to break through like a flood. I've seen floods come through fortified cities and wash them off of the map. I've seen houses floating down rivers. Whole houses. I've seen them floating down rivers. Cars, trucks floating down rivers. He says this anointing will cause you to break through. You'll wash away. There won't even be a sign of what the enemy had done. There won't even be a sign of what the devil was trying in your life. It just get washed away. Hallelujah. With this breakthrough anointing. And after that great victory, the Philistines fled what was left of them. And they ran like scared dogs, the Bible says, in such a way they left their idols and everything behind them. And David says, we're going to burn them. <laughs> and he burnt every idol. He burnt every ungodly thing that the Philistines had worshipped because they were the rebels against God. They're the ones that said, we will not worship your God. We'd rather worship a pole. We'd rather worship a tree. We would rather worship an idol. Please hear me today. God wants to give you this breakthrough anointing for this year. And He doesn't want you to wait till June or August to receive it. He wants you to by faith to step up under it tonight and say, I receive this breakthrough anointing so that you can break through the opposition of the enemy in your life, in your home, in your family, in your finances, in your workplace, in your witnessing, in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Now notice what happens next. The Philistines hadn't quite learned their lesson because they gather, regroup, and find some others, recruits, and pull them in, and they go raid the valley again. 
So God gave David a new set of instructions. Verses 14 and 16 through 16, it says, So David inquired of God again, and he answered him, Do not go directly after them. I mean, the devil didn't give up. You would think he'd get squashed, he would give up. But he comes, if he finds out if it works, he'll keep doing it. If pushing that button will always cause you to act like an idiot or a fool and, stop, and throw away all your Christian knowing and understanding and witness and testimony, then the devil going to keep pushing that button. And you just, you just I, I want to say dumb enough that, Lord, help me be nicer with my words. You're just dumb enough to not recognize, wait a minute, I need, I need, to, I need to guard that thing. That button, I need to, I need to unwire that button. I need to get the Holy Ghost to help me unwire that button because you you do the same thing, you know what the results are. You know, they say it's what? The definition of insanity. To do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. You keep going to that same place and getting that same stuff and you, that same stuff cause you to act like a fool, then that, that's what's going to happen. You go to the same person and you talk the same subject and you deal with the same matter the same way and the next thing you know, blood's running down your lips of each other and you know, there you go. And it may be not blood running through your nose, it may be blood running out of your mouth because of the way you talk. You maybe not really had physical. You just can't keep doing the same stuff. The devil will keep doing what works. Show him it doesn't work in 2019. Show him it doesn't work. You're not not a sucker. You're not falling for that again. David put his ear to heaven and said, God, you've given me this anointing. This anointing gives me divine direction. What do you think I should do? God says, do not go directly at them. They're going to the same place. They hit you the same way, but don't go there. He said, I want you to circle around them and attack them in front of the poplar trees. And as soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees, move out to the battle because that will mean God has gone out in front of you. See, the breakthrough anointing, the one who gives the breakthrough anointing, he loves warfare himself. He's not too good to take up a sword. He's not too good to mount a horse and to get in the front of the battle. He's one of those real leaders, you know, when you saw them out front leading the army or leading the cavalry in. And here God has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. Who's striking the Philistine army? God is striking the Philistine army. So David did as God commanded him, and they struck down the Philistine army all the way to Gibeon and Gezer. And if you knew the geography, it was like, like from here past Williamsburg. You know, it was just a whole region. We just cleared it out. I mean, we had divine assistance in this battle. Hear me, church. The way the breakthrough anointing brings you victory today may not be the way the breakthrough anointing brings you victory tomorrow. You can't work up the same song, the same song. You can't work up the same song in every service and get the same, the same thing. I remember one time we sang a song. It was a new song, and this was years ago. And man, the folks started shouting. And I'm, we had the, uh, the children. At that time, I had probably 30, 40 children in the little, in the little chapel. I'll never forget it. These men, the children are grown men now. And they just, the children is, it just broke out. It was like revival, like, wow, I've never seen anything like this. And they were worshiping, and all the kids came up. Because I, I said, you children. I mean, they were like everywhere. I said, you come up here, I want to pray for you. 
And they came up here. And I'm not Benny Hinn. I didn't have a white suit on. But as they walked up on the stage, they just fell, fell. Kids, you don't, you don't, you don't make kids do what they don't want to do. And I'm like, well, I, I wanted to pray for y'all. Y'all, get up, get up. And, and, and for hours, listen to me, for hours, they laid with their hands in the air. I couldn't have held my hands up that long. And I just, I just, we just cried and worshiped and cried and worshiped. Do you know what the temptation was? Every time we got in there, it was to get that song going again. That was the song that they started. That's the song the brother. And it, started, it wasn't working. And we're like, was it a different key you played it in? You know, try it in, try it in a little minor. You know, give us something. And, and it just it didn't happen. Because it wasn't the song. It was the anointing. It was the anointing. Hallelujah. God is a God of variety. Just look in this congregation. Red and yellow, black and white. Tall and short. I don't think anybody's extra thick, but we are healthy and whole. Look. Some of us with gray hair. Some of us losing our hair. Some of us lost our hair. Some of us bought our hair. Some of us, I mean, just all around. I, know, I just said that. I don't know that to be a truth. He's a God of variety. And God will do whatever is necessary to ensure your victory. If it means changing the strategy, let him lead the way. It doesn't matter. Because if David had gone in and attacked the way he did the last time, let me, the Philistines would have been prepared and expecting it. But this time God changed it up. Be, be ready for that. When you go into that, that, that stressful situation and you've been handling it the same way, the same way, same responses, same attitude. Let me tell you what, the enemy knows. He knows. And he knows your weakness. And he knows. And he's prepared. Get a new strategy. Get it from God. Get a new strategy. Instead of barking back, maybe it's time for you to meow a little. And just hum under your breath. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, there's just something about that name. You know, just hum under your breath. <laughs> You're barking, no, meow a little. Just <laughs> purr, purr, purr a little. <laughs> and for all of you I've given cat jokes about all these years, I'm making up for it right now. I'm trying to help you out. The breakthrough anointing of God will lead you into victory. But like David you got to keep your ear attuned to heaven. I want to close with this. So if we've got any support in here, yes, help me out. I want to close with this. How many of you here tonight, you don't have to raise your hand, but this is just between you and the Lord. How many of you here tonight says, I believe this is a birthing, breakthrough, advancing, victorious year. I believe that. And I know in my own strength, and my own wisdom, I can't make it happen in my life. I can't. But I've heard tonight that God has given prerequisite. He shows us what he's done in David's life so he can show us by faith how we can receive it tonight. And it wasn't something David ran after and had to go work for. something he just had to step up under and receive. And it's called a breakthrough anointing. And I wonder if there's anybody here tonight who would say, you know what?
going into 2019, I want to step up under this breakthrough anointing. And I want to say, God, I need your help to walk this thing out. But I don't want to walk in my wisdom. And I don't want to walk in my strength. I want to be that oak of righteousness. I want to be that strong foundation that stands under the display of your glory. The display of your favor. The display of your victory. The display of this anointing. So Lord, I just want to come under. And I want to, and, and God, I see you said David wanted this and he was a man after your heart. You love that. So I know it's pleasing to you. Lord, I want to become spiritually mature where you can count on me. So going into 2019, Lord, give me this breakthrough anointing. Give me this breakthrough anointing. Do you know, as you study your name, we are called Christians. First called Christians in Antioch. Christians means anointed ones of Christ or anointed followers of the anointed one. That we are anointed followers or followers carrying the same anointing as the anointed one. Do you get that? Creo is the Greek word. Anoint. To touch. To contact. To rub on. To put it on you. Christos. Jesus Christ. That's Christos in the Greek. The anointed one. The burden lifter and the yoke destroyer. The one that carries an anointing, that finds a burden, and if it weighs 30 tons, he's got the right hydraulic jack that he can lift the burden. Nothing too heavy for the anointing. Nothing too heavy for the anointing. Lifts every burden, lifts every burden. Some of you carrying a 30-ton burden, this anointing will lift the burden. Will lift the burden. He is Christos, the anointed one, who carries the anointing that lifts the burden and destroys the yoke. That thing that has yoked you, that thing that has bound you, that thing that has held you back, that thing that has locked you in, it breaks it off of your neck that you can now be an oak of righteousness to stand under that anointing. Hallelujah. And now we go into the Greek of Christianos. And that is where we get Christians. The anointed ones. Anointed of Christ. The anointed ones carrying the anointing of Christ. Jesus said, what you've seen me do, you're going to do. But even greater things is I'm going to the Father. Is there anybody going to stand up under it? David had to stand and let Samuel pour the oil on him. He had to let him pour the oil on him. I'm going to, if you want it tonight, that's why most churches that will follow the scripture still has anointing oil not something man made up it's the sign the symbol of what David did when he came under the anointing and Samuel poured the oil on him and anointed him and here when it came his time to stand up under that anointing as we read in first chronicles here let me tell you what it's your time to stand up under this breakthrough anointing